0: Welcome to the Future Design Academy podcast, which is all about how to find and do the work you love. Hosted by Rachel Sparks, Master Career Navigator, Author and International HR Executive. This show is where you will learn how to deliberately design your career and ultimately be your best self and do your best work.
1: Welcome back to the Career Navigator Coaching Program. This is Rachel Sparks, your Career Navigator, and we're up to Lesson 9, Master Your Communication. So we are on the third module of this program, whether you're in the annual program or you've opened it all up, which is very, very exciting. So why are we mastering our communications and what communications are actually involved? So what we're talking about is, all the ways that you're emailing, your phone calls, your LinkedIn messages, writing articles and blogs, your networking, your coffees and informal one-on-ones and how you speak and communicate within those forums. So why is it important to master these things? Well, mainly because no one's doing it very well. It enhances both your positioning and your promotion and it really cracks open the hidden job market. So I want you to take a look at this wheel. And it looks quite familiar based on the recruitment strategy um, that you might have thought about in a previous module. So on the x-axis, there's people you know or in in your market or your key people of influence. I want you to think about when you're communicating with these people, there's people that know you uh, in this area here, and there's people who don't know you. And there's also people who know what you do, and there's people who don't know what you do. So up the top, when we're communicating with these people, um, when they know what you do, then that's really an area for promotion. So, in this section here, if you're communicating with someone who kind of knows what you do and they know who you are, then they're what you'd call um, hot uh, key people of influence. So, your communication is going to be slightly different. So you're, you're going to be speaking to them on the phone and you're going to be having formal one-on-ones, as in copies um, and catch-ups with them in a, in a formal way. So your communication is going to be slightly different in that way. If the people that you're communicating with in that area know what you do, but they don't really know who you are, so maybe they're looking at your LinkedIn, or you're positioned at a speaking event or something like that, then they would be more of a warm communication person. So you might communicate with that person on LinkedIn or perhaps email, and that would be a better way to communicate with them. Um, I'll talk a bit later about exactly how to communicate via these forums, uh, but this is a, a good way into understanding how to communicate with the people based on whether or not they know you and whether or not they know what you do. Down the bottom here is more of your positioning type activity when you're communicating. And positioning type of activity includes things like uh, writing articles, broadcasting information about what it is that you actually do. Because the major problem is that they don't know what you do. They might know you, so in this area here, they know you, um, but they don't know what you do. So this might be, um, you might see them at an informal event, so that might be at a barbecue or a dinner, or a school function and they know who you are, but they don't know what you do. And so you want to be thinking about the way you communicate about what it is that you do, because they could be a key people, uh, key person of influence for you. And, of course, a, a networking event, or a net-irking event, um, <laughs> from my spilling, um, then that, of course, they've met you, but they don't know what you do. So, again, you want to be thinking about, um, talking about what you do, to position you for that next role and then you've got this area here which is a very cold um, uh, key person of influence, you've got no relationship with them, they don't know what you do and they don't know at all so there's a way to warm up that person via communication a communication strategy via LinkedIn and using articles which means blog articles that you write and you only need three of them so don't freak out and I'm going to teach you how to do that in the next page Okay, so this is basically what you do when you identify those key people of influence and you now have a communication strategy for them. So you might have identified that you want to work at a large telecommunications organisation and some people you know, some people you don't know. So you divide those people up into these areas. If they are people you know and they know what you do, then you want to get them on the phone. You want to meet them face to face. And of course you're going to be asking them questions about their experience, asking them questions about their uh, industry, adding value to them and solving problems with them. So that's the the most ideal um, and quickest communication to get you into um, the flow of the hidden job market. But unfortunately there's uh, not always people in that box and most people are in these warm boxes or this cold box. So if they're in a warm box, they're one of two people. They don't know you, but they know what you do. So you might have met them at a networking event or they're on LinkedIn. They don't know you, but you're positioned well in your market. So you would warm them up by using the four step connection process, which I'll explain in the next um, slide. And just keep in mind that I've shown you in the previous slide that this one is LinkedIn and email. LinkedIn is the four-step connection process and email is their actual email, so their work email or their private email. I recommend only to switch to email after meeting them or if they've requested you to do that. The reason why I recommend to stay inside LinkedIn is because, think about your inbox, you've probably got 150, 300 emails in there. And look at your LinkedIn inbox right now. You've probably got five, maybe ten emails in there. When you do go to LinkedIn, you read your emails. So when you appear in your LinkedIn inbox or appear in another person's LinkedIn inbox, you're just more likely to be read and you have more impact. So just stay inside LinkedIn when you're warming up um, your communication with a key person of influence. So if they don't know you, just use that process, only switch after you've met them. And if they know what you do, but they haven't met you before, same thing. Just focus on educating them about your skills and business problems you solve. And I have a process that does both of those things. And also focus on the what's in it for me factor. So not just what's in it for you, as in what's in it for them as the key person of influence. Um, The cold person, so this is somebody who has never heard of you and they would have had no idea what you do, so maybe you're not positioned well in your industry, you would use the same four-step warm-up connection process, which I'll go through in the next slide, um, which basically talks about this and some of the tips are personalising the invites, giving them articles of interest to them, sending them articles written by you and sending them call to actions, which is hey, let's catch up for that coffee, or hey, let's go meet at a meetup, or let's go to this networking event. But you can't do that until you've warmed them up. So how do we warm them up? Good question. Uh, We do that with communication. So this is the four-step connection process, which is really, 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 really simple, but does take a little bit of time. So it all depends on how committed you are to connecting with these people. And using linkedin is the tool that you'd use it uh, for each of these steps so again you've got your um, 20 or 50 key people of influence that you've identified in the organizations that you want to work in you've identified whether or not they're hot warm or cold um, leads or key people of influence And mostly, you're going to be using this process to warm them up. And the reason why I really love this process is because it is based on a giving mentality. You're actually going to be giving them things of value before you ask for anything. So more than anything, do not, not, not ask for a coffee if you don't know them in the first meeting. You need to warm them up, and this is what this process will do. So the first step is to send them a personalized invite or a personalized thank you. Um, with an offer to help. Now just a key tip on this, I'm just going to quickly go into LinkedIn. Okay, So I'm just going to do a search or uh, an advanced search on marketing managers. Okay, so I don't know Ali. So if I wanted to connect with Ali, and I pre- pressed connect from here I could not send a personalized message. I have to be inside Ali's profile to send a personalized message. I cl- click on connect and I come up with this screen here and I choose my most current role and then I can type, delete this and type in my personalised message that way. That's how you type in personalised messages on LinkedIn. Um, make sure you're doing that when you're sending your messages, otherwise your first step in this process just does not work. I'll just go back to this, screen. Okay, so after a day or so, you send them an article that would be of interest to them. So, you know, if they're a senior female in IT, it might be something out of CIO Magazine, for example. Um, Again, you've only got 20 or 50 people on your list, so you shouldn't have to spend too much time finding articles that could be of interest to them. After another day or so, in step three, you send them an article that you've written that positions you for... Uh, one of your top three skills and solves one of their top three problems. Now, actually, in the next module, which is LinkedIn, uh, setting up your LinkedIn profile, I have written a work sheet which helps you brainstorm your top three skills and their top three problems of your key people of influence and talks you talks to you about um, creating those three articles inside LinkedIn. So make sure that you do do those three articles because they really, really, really position you um, well inside your profile and will be used as this four-step connection process as well. Step four is, again, if they respond to you at any time throughout this process or if you get to step four, then you ask them for something. So this is when you ask them, hey, you know, um, I've sent you a bunch of stuff. We're really well connected. Um, You know, you're a really well-respected person. I'm thinking of getting into this X, Y, Z organization. Can I um, grab you for a coffee for 20 minutes? on Friday or over the next couple of weeks to discuss your experience at you know, the company that you work at or the industry that you work in. Um, you should be able to warm them up this way. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You've just got to leave it to statistics sometimes, but this is a great way to warm up your key people of influence. Okay, so there's other communication areas other than the ones that I've talked about in this module. Of course, communication includes what you say, Inside your resume, what you say inside your cover letters, and that includes your LinkedIn profile, but the next module goes through your LinkedIn profile in depth, including optimizing your profile, including all the basic settings that you should have on LinkedIn so that you can reduce time and manage all of your communication in one way. There's also, um, just before I get into follow-ups, there's also interviews and huge, huge, huge part on um, communication. I will cover interviews in, I believe, the last module of this whole section and I think that the STAR method sucks and I will teach you a really, really, really simple way to answer any question that you ever get asked in an interview so you can absolutely nail it using a method of storytelling. And then... We've got phone follow-ups or email follow-ups after you've applied for a job or after you've been for an interview. I've actually included uh, scripts for all of these four steps and for these interview follow-ups or follow-up. You can use the same script when you're following up for a role uh, in this module. Now... As a recruiter who recruited for 12 years and a HR manager in the technology industry, I had thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of applicants for roles. Not many people actually called me or emailed me after an interview or after they'd applied for a role, but let's just talk about applying for a role in particular. To stand out from your competition when you're applying for roles, I would absolutely try and call the person about the role. Now, most people, when they call, they call up and say, Hi, it's Rachel. I'm calling up about the status of my application. Or, I'm calling up to find out more about the role. Now, if you don't know this person, don't ask that. Because they're not there, unless they've said that they're there, to tell you more about the role. They're there to fill the role quickly. So what you want to do is, if you've done enough research on and read that job ad properly and you know yourself and what you're looking for, you want to tell them why you're suitable for the role, because they want to fill the role as soon as possible. So the script that I've given you in the downloads for this module basically follows, hi I'm Rachel, I'm calling about XYZ role, I'm excited about the role because of this reason, and I'm suitable for the role for this these three reasons. And I have all of the experience that you're looking for, or the top three you know uh, things that you're looking for in the role I'm available to, for interview on XYZ days and you can contact me on here's my phone number so that is you basically the script and it's the same script that you'd be using if you're leaving a message it's the same script you'd be using if you're talking to them you know live it's the same script that you'd be using in an email to follow up an application or to follow up an interview as well, just reconfirming that you're uh, excited about the opportunity and why you think you're suitable for the role. So if you can just tweak that little piece of in, uh, communication in your job application process, then you'll notice a huge improvement in your um, uh, in, in your landing roles. So please take that on board and use the scripts that are attached for the four-step communication, uh, four step, for the four-step connection process and for the follow-up script as well. If you've got any questions, I look forward to speaking to you in the forums and best of luck with this communication part of your masterclass and I'll see you on the other side. This is Rachel Sparks, love your work.
0: Thank you for listening to the Future Design Academy podcast. We believe that everyone can design a career that aligns to their unique passions and talents and find the courage to take that path. We hope that you have enjoyed the show and will take action to apply something learned today so that you too can find and do the work you love. Don't forget to subscribe for more inspiring and practical episodes from Rachel and the Future Design Academy. If you are interested in working with Rachel to be your best self and do your best work and are ready to design the career you really want, then please head to www.futuredesignacademy.com and check out her online and group coaching programs today.